Who's on prayer? Who's you praying? Oh, uh, uh, actually, well, well I mean, Ragnar, 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 Ragnar. You want to pray? You want to give us a little you wanna say a prayer? A, you want to say a prayer? Say a prayer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Start us out with a prayer. Something to your Icelandic lord. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what do you yeah, guys you can pray to your Icelandic there. people? The right. trolls. Your fairies. I've been on the um, <laughs> Epcot. Epcot Center. Yeah, I've been on that ride. <laughs> pray. Well, Odin, the, the one eyed god, the poet warrior, I ask you to overlook this beautiful congregation of, of comedians wow. and lead us into battle. Amen. Yeah. Hey. I was just agreeing. I wasn't trying to enter prayer. <laughs> I was just what, getting into it. What was the name of the Lord that you prayed to with the old one eye? Odin. 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 Is that a popular Icelandic god? I know a couple of people called Odin. It's a, it's a common name over there. Oh, One of my favorite yeah. summons is in Final Fantasy VII. The Odins? Uh, well, Greg Odin. It's a big piece of shit. Greg Odin. Yeah, he is. All right. Welcome to the Roundtable of Gentlemen. Uh, the greatest podcast you'll ever listen to, and you are happy. You are the happiest person in the world right now. What? <laughs> Who? Someone ate too much fucking hallucinogenics That's over the weekend. So and mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Who is on this podcast? Tell me, because I literally can't remember. Jack Zabrowski, <laughs> yummy yum. I like that new one. Ed Larson. Oh, uh, 2011's most attractive member of Murder Fist, Holden <laughs> McNeely. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just, but you look like Steve Buscemi. Nine. Yeah, you look particularly awful today. What's going on? I can't hear you. I'm too busy eating that fucking pussy, dude. Because uh. <laughs> all the bitches are like, oh, where's where's the nose? I slept over Holden's house last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. Yeah, that and was... it was me the night before. <laughs> Eating a lot of butt, and uh, I'm Ben Kissel in the Chuckle Hunt. We got the beautiful uh, John Neffel. Hello, everybody. The lovely Molly Neffel. I'm a little bit upset that I didn't get the adjective beautiful, but... Well, you know, I always enjoy femininity, <laughs> so I went with John. Uh, the very busty Henry Zabrowski. Thanks for being here, buddy. And uh, sitting in for Kevin Barnett, the complete opposite, uh, Ragnar... Erickson? Ailson. Ailson. Ragnar, thank you for being here, buddy. Thank you for introducing me. Straight from Iceland. And with us, as always, Marcus Parks, the newsman Parkus. Marcus, what do you got for us, buddy? Researchers have found the first known gay caveman. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> do you have a huge asshole? Is that how they found out? <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. How did they deduce that this fellow was a gay caveman? Archaeological team members based their conclusion on the fact that the male body was interred in a ritualistic way reserved for females. Oh. Was it just on its knees with its mouth wide open or something? Oh. How, did, how did they used to bury women as opposed to men? And I, I think if there is one thing that we don't need any sort of gender uh, qualification for, it's burial. But it was, they were cavemen. They weren't progressive back then. It was like, you can't expect them, you can't ascribe, uh, you know, 1960s feminist values to the cavemen then. Yeah, and I bet he had pretty limp wrists. <laughs> yeah, it's probably that. Good job, Jackie. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, just him, I just imagined him choreographing the caveman play every year. <laughs> what would that be called? It's just called, ah! <laughs> was, he, was he buried with another man? Is that what it is? What it is is that men at the time were buried facing west, surrounded by weapons and tools, and women were buried with their head pointing east, surrounded by domestic jugs. So the two guys... <laughs> That sounds amazing. That's great. I love the term domestic jug. Yeah. <laughs> it weren't the uh, the working jugs. These are the jugs for home, not for the field. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I if I ever get buried, I don't want to be buried with a lover. I want to be buried with a bird. <laughs> so that'll be nice, Holden. <laughs> well, I just think that that's really the proper way. You're gonna be buried with the domestic jugs. <laughs> of course you will be. Oh uh, yeah, big pair of domestic <laughs> roundies. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I think it's interesting, though. So they must have accepted him for his uh, sexuality if they give him a proper burial, did it with the jugs, because you would imagine he would have a father who was just like, my son will be buried like a man. Or was yeah. his Not- head completely bashed open? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Perhaps it was a hate crime. Yeah. Was, it, was this in ancient Staten Island? <laughs> <laughs> this was outside Prague. 
But oh, you get right. like, but in the caveman time, you get like the guy would drag the woman into the cave by the hair, right? So yeah. there were like two guys dragging each other into the cave. <laughs> like, what, how did this work? I don't know. They say it's one. Of, they say that it's what could be described as a transsexual or a third gender grave. Oh. Oh. I mean, he could have been. He could have been a man who dressed up like a woman, or he could have been buried by an idiot. <laughs> That's true too. Yeah, just buried bad. <laughs> yeah. The sun's going down. He's like, hey, look, it's morning. That's West. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps it was a diss of a burial. They uh, could have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have. Yeah. They could have been playing them, playing them down. We're like, oh, we can bury you like a woman. It's <laughs> pretty like, mean. How could he be dressed like a lady? Is it? Wasn't everyone just naked? Yeah, well, yeah, that yeah, could be Yeah, everyone was yeah. probably having so much sex with each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's you all know? you could do. I, I mean, imagine there's a lot of gay sex going on, too. Yeah. I don't even know not? it. Well, yeah. I mean, it would be very difficult to tell the difference between a man and a woman when it comes to the caveman era. They're all bearded, very, very, uh, you know, disgusting, burly people. There was like a petrified miniskirt with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, that's what it was. Well, this is nice 2900 BC. Do you remember so not that. Long ago, like I mean, they were on their way to some you know societal type things. Societal. Uh, he was the they were on their way to agriculture. He was the inventors of clogs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he must have made some unbelievable uh, rat butthole or whatever they ate back then in order to be gay and allow a man to stay in the kitchen. I mean, he probably lived a nice, healthy life. He probably lived until sixty. I think he's one of the smartest cavemen ever to exist. <laughs> Why would he go out to the fields when he can just you know hang out with? Domestic jugs. Uh, he was the first con man, caveman. What if he was banging all the ladies while the dudes were out hunting? That's true. What if he was a Don Juan caveman? It's a good point. I mean, really, it's just uh, it's pretty much the premise for Juana Man. <laughs> uh, mixed in caveman time politics. I mean, back then, back then, all you had to do was tuck up behind the legs, you know, and you're good to go. Give a little tuck. Did they? Uh, did they name this fellow anything or anything like that? No, they haven't given him any kind of like Gary. name. But yeah, Howard. <laughs> yeah. Howard the caveman. Is Gary the gayest name or is Howard the gayest name? Bruce. Bruce? Yeah, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, yeah. Bruce. Bruce Springsteen. Everyone knows Bruce is the gayest. No, no, no. Lance. Lance is the gayest. Lance. I don't know. Yeah. I would go with Bruce because the way men Bruce. talk about Bruce Springsteen, every time I hear him talk, I'm like, you're gay. This is how much you love the man. Bruce Willis. All of New Jersey just shut this podcast off. <laughs> they don't have the internet. According to us, uh, Steel Magnolias, though, the gayest names are Mark, Rick, or Steve. Yeah. And they don't have track lighting. <laughs> Henry and I can quote all of Steel Magnolias. We'll call him Rark. Rick and Mark. Well, moving on to uh, about 500 BC, uh, when Egypt's ancient dog catacombs were fully excavated for the first time in 2010, Egyptians had dog catacombs. They found 8 million animal mummies. Dog mummies. That's very. Uh, they oh, buried them better than they buried that poor gay. <laughs> pretty sad. What they would do? What they would do is they would have ancient. They would have puppy mills, and the puppies would be born, and they would immediately kill them and mummify them, and just throw them in the cave. Just to practice how to mummy. That's good. They're good at what they did. Yeah, that was, that was the job for the interns. <laughs> I always thought the Egyptians were like cat people. Is that? Uh, yeah, that's the home? weird. Yeah, yeah, that's the weird. They, they usually the are dogs. cat people. Ah, go figure. <laughs> Tough to be a dog. Back then, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was tough to be anything. Egypt was rough living. Oh yeah, yeah. man. Those puppies had it best. <laughs> they did. So they were just born and then immediately murdered and mummified. And maybe they, yeah. they give them to like kids as uh, like stuffed animals, like what we have now. Like pinatas. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just puppy guts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> Like, play, like ripping them out, like yeah. playing with them like streamers. He's still got the blindfold on. What is this? <laughs> was it like, was there a puppy Moses leading the, the Jewish puppies out of the desert? No, nah, man, they lost. Oh, <laughs> they got about 10 feet, man. <laughs> but wasn't being mummified like a nice thing for people to do to mummy, uh, to Egyptians back then? That meant you were like wealthy and successful, right? Because well, not everybody was mummified. They were mostly. You did like pharaohs with- and stuff like that. And uh, whenever the pharaohs died, a lot. What they would do a lot of times, and also kill all of their servants, yeah, and mummify their servants as well. Oh, that's a rough day. Wow. Yeah. Very, very, yeah. <laughs> rough very day at the office. office, so they could serve them in the in the afterlife. 
It's like I know of uh, a friend of mine works for like a hedge fund person. The guy, uh, his wife found out he was cheating on her, and then he tried to fire his nanny. And then his personal cook, nanny, like tutor, and like ha- like every his entire staff quit in solidarity. So in one week, he lost his uh, his wife and all of his staff, and that's like the modern day equivalent. It is the modern. <laughs> they should have a little history lesson and realize they should be happy to be alive. He just sounds like the most free man on the planet now, though. <laughs> do whatever you want. Yeah, and he still has like gajillion dollars. Because that's the fine. point, isn't it? It's to like build yourself up so you get to the point where you can just be that insane person in a mansion that's just like it's your playground and you just fuck it up at will. You know, like you just shoot out windows because it's window shooting Tuesday. <laughs> you know, like that's your shit. You know, you just fucking people people like come in and it's all creepy and you're like in some random room in the house fucking skinning and dig poor animal. <laughs> Well, what, they, what they said, the reason why that they uh, killed... <laughs> the re- fucking seven pounds of water. Chaos reigns! <laughs> the reason why they uh, killed the dogs is because they believed that the spirit of a mummified dog could transport prayers into the afterlife where they could be heard by the canine-headed god Anubis. Oh, that's mm. wrong. That's all wrong. wrong. <laughs> If you call a swing and a miss. You gotta flush that idea out a little bit more. Yeah, it really sounds like the Egyptian religion. They were just making it up off the top of their fucking head. They were singing a song and just like, oh, there's a frog god now. His name's uh, Jerb Jim. And uh, it controls uh, afternoons and uh, vacation days. But we gotta kill girls to keep them alive. Yeah, you have to kill little girls to keep them alive. Right. Only the ugly ones. <laughs> like one of the Egyptians' dads was just like, oh, I'm fucking sick of explaining shit to my kids. Oh my God, that's where lightning comes from. Blip bloop. Good, did it. Blip bloop. Blip bloop. Oh, that's that one. Yeah, that one's not acceptable. I don't know. I just, <laughs> like the Egyptian. Hi, my name's Blip bloop. <laughs> my father's a mummy now. I'm the uh, ancient god of calculators. <laughs> <laughs> they said that the uh, the mummified dogs were piled on average a meter high. Ah, it's wow. only it's only three feet a dog. <laughs> Yeah, but they're <laughs> tiny dogs, though. I imagine they're fairly thin. Oh, no, they're dogs of all shapes and sizes. Oh, yeah, but good, they were all good. pretty young, right? Or really yeah, they were all dogs. puppies. But honestly, if you think about it, what are they going to fucking do with dogs? Like, you can't fucking afford to feed them. What, are you going to take them for a walk? No. Might as well be fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a it good point. sounds like the ancient uh, ancestors of Michael Vick. <laughs> <laughs> As a European, I just want to add that uh, the meter is traditionally measured in three and a half puppies. That's the. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So what, the Latin thanks, root for man. meter is puppy. <laughs> what are they planning on doing with all these new mummified puppies? I don't know if they're planning on... I, I mean, they're excavating it, so I'd imagine they're cataloging all of them right now. Powder them so we can snort them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like one. I got 20 on one of them. I'd like to have one in my house. <laughs> That'd be awesome. A little puppy mummy. Is 20 the most you would pay? I had 30. <laughs> I go, I go 30. You already had a dog, and you can keep pointing to it and be like, you better fucking behave yourself, dog. You're going to be just like this one. It haunts it every night. Shit, it comes alive, but I can't see it because I'm not a dog. <laughs> I, just, I just don't understand. So they thought that these dogs were going to die and then be able to send messages to Anubis, the dog beast animal that they would worship. Yeah. But it's like, wouldn't they have to ask the dead dog to send a message to Anubis in the first place? Why not just go right to the source? I mean, none of it's real. Well, because Anubis would not answer the pre- Anubis only talks to dogs. Little dogs? Dog head. I, yeah. Don't, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I'm not dogs. a scholar. I mean, I know uh, How would the dog understand the person in the first place to even relay the message to Anubis? You have to stab the message into it by little taps like... So, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. There's <laughs> a lot of flawed logic here. Those yeah, Egyptians if, did a lot, but... Uh, if Anubis, the dog god, can't understand human talk, he's a fucking god. Like, he's a dog, <laughs> but he's also a god. And he should have both. He should be able to communicate. Yeah, and it's like, how did we ever know what the hell he was saying if he doesn't speak human? Well, I don't think all Egyptians had all their wishes come true, so I don't think it matters at the no, end. No, I mean, they're, they're, they're not really around in that form anymore. Yeah, they're barely around. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> We're going to be dead very soon. But speaking of animals, uh, Marcus, you said earlier that you wanted to talk to Ragnar and Molly about... Uh, Ragnar, evidently you're a big fan of whaling. 
Huge fan. And this is an Icelandic tradition where you go around and you got a little mallet and you hang out with your girlfriend. You say, hey, baby, look at this. And then she gets all damp. And you get uh, a large <laughs> stick and then you hit a whale on the head and then you kill it. Yes, that's correct. Uh, we're- <laughs> I see you're well informed on the subject. Thank you, buddy. And then you immediately get a blowjob afterwards. Is that the situation? Before or after, really, it's up to you. It's uh, whether you cook it or, or afterwards. Do you use it's- it for oil? Well, that- sorry, oil. Yeah, we use whale oil to yeah. lubricate. I mean, they don't call it a humpback whale for nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. Best joke ever said in the podcast. You so, know, I learned once, Ragnar. Tell me if I'm wrong. That the that the best oil in the whale is in the whale's brain. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, the that's most the thing. potent oil for lamps and shit. Apparently, See, I have no, to, the, they have the thing they use for perfume. That's what's it called? Ambergris. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That, I don't know where. Well, you got, do you come from whaling stock? In my family, I got yeah. fishermen, but no whalers. So no. go through this. I'm from Wisconsin. People used to go and they would hunt deer, and it would be this big what to do. They'd wake up at 4:30 in the morning. They would literally rub themselves in deer urine, yeah, as to fit in with the with the disgusting animal they're hunting. And uh, so there would be like there'd be like this large all day what to do. So what's like a typical day? Is it a, is it a whaling season? Do you guys go out uh, early in the morning and have it all planned out, or is it just more like I'm going to go kill a whale today? It's more like you know you just if you're in the mood like you've been having a rough day you just you get it take it out on the whale you know how big of a boat do you have do you go up by yourself uh, just floaties you know <laughs> wait how big are these floaties whales and a, and, a, and a toothbrush you know a sharpened toothbrush we do it like you know shanking style nice yeah, yeah like in whale personal. prison <laughs> <laughs> just like gate off whale parts quinting. of the ocean all the whale child molesters yeah, exactly. you go and you euthanize them <laughs> exactly all the whalers so that's the thing. So you you literally have gone whale, and this is something that's very popular in Iceland. I would assume there's a lot of whales around. I ate reason. whale about what uh, three, four weeks ago, I think so. You just ate it. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, that's good. Fun. Is it good? Yeah. Eh, it tastes like chicken. I don't know. It tastes like t- chicken of the sea. Isn't it? was that tuna? That's tuna. Oh, it's tuna. Yeah. Right. So it's a mammal. I it mean, mammals like, usually don't taste like chicken. It's got to be meatier, right? Yeah, it's something like beef, but like it's got a little bit of an ocean flavor to it. I don't know what to say. That makes Can sense. Can you imagine yeah. if every time that you've ever ate a tuna sandwich just imagine that you were eating a whale sandwich instead <laughs> how weird would you feel about that <laughs> well, it's kind of amazing the thing yeah. is there's so much more meat on a whale than there is on a tuna why not do it there's not that much more i'm sure plenty of these whales got caught in the old the old nets and got sliced up and we ate plenty of them too I mean, yeah. I think it's fine, you know? If it's fairly meaty, kind of an oceany taste, you know, I can't afford lobster. If I can afford a whale, I'd fucking eat it. <laughs> I think whale is going to be more expensive than lobster, isn't it? Well, you got an offer, though. Every three whales you buy, you get a little plastic thing of whale tears to bask, you know. To, to <laughs> so that's kind of like the deer urine. So you yeah. rub the, you rub the uh, whale tears all over your body before you go out and you hunt them. So they you're don't just smell going you around. Out, you're, cl- you're clubbing whales, and then are you are you uh, <laughs> using them afterwards? Or you just like knocking them on the head and then uh, sailing away. Well, you know, I will say you can't exactly put it over your shoulder and take it home. No, you just take the bits that you want, you know, like the like the whale tears and all the all the good. So stuff. literally, so you you have done this. You've gone whaling. I have actually no. I, I, I'm I'm lying to you now. I have I've I know <laughs> some I know some whalers. I've never actually so been out. What do they do? Because I'm interested to know, like, how the fuck do you kill a whale? It's like ten thousand. Stab in the brain with a with a spear and a harpoon. Yeah. But it must be hard to even penetrate the brain because it's all full of blubber, isn't it? Yeah, like, like, got a spear. They had an explosive harpoon. Yeah. That's the thing. It goes oh, in and then it like blows it up from the what? inside. It's it's uh, oh yeah, it's <laughs> shreds. It's like a bullet. It goes no. in. It just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. gonna kill all the brain. How do you know, Ed? I love to kill. Uh, <laughs> how do you know, Ed? I'm a sociopath. <laughs> I imagine. I imagine that's par- uh, fairly humane, though, because I mean, in the ways of whaling. Not saying that whaling is exactly humane, but like if you're it's gonna not exactly it, humane. No, it's but, the exact but, I mean, opposite. It stops it though. <laughs> it fucking kills them immediately, though, well, right? Well, you're, you're assuming that they're that they're firing into the head. They're firing into the fluke. That's the little like thing that comes out. Oh, they don't put it in the head. Oh, oh no, they just let it bleed I mean, out. You could try. Oh, but... I didn't know that. I thought it was like explode their brain. Like, no, that... it, is. it is. I'm just messing with. Oh, uh, <laughs> 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 well, so, goddamn it! 
No, I would. It doesn't always get in the brain. Sometimes you miss, and it gets exactly. inside. And you stab it again until it's dead. But if someone was like, pick the most humane way that you want to die, I wouldn't be like, explode my brain from the inside <laughs> with a harpoon. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to give the whale cyanide. Yeah, but you would never see it coming, though. I would be fine with that. Like, I would rather not know than slowly die and be like, why did you stab me? Well, see, you know, I think, and yeah. bleed out. Yeah, the, yeah. The real question is, am I tripping balls or am I not? Because if I'm tripping balls, I want you to explode my brain from the inside. Yeah. But if not, then just slowly stab me with a pencil. See, if, I was, <laughs> if I was a whale, I would like to die peacefully sleeping in a giant whale rocking chair. <laughs> That'd be wonderful, surrounded by my whale children singing our whale songs together. Because that's what they do. Whales sing. They sing and they talk and they think. <laughs> and you explode it's like brain. if a lobster's if a lobster was like, Hey, hi, hey, girl, I love you. And they hey, hope and you. they dream. You, you wouldn't eat them. You wouldn't eat them as hard. So as yeah. You do. So <laughs> after after you kill a whale and you get it and you grab it, how do you bring it back to shore and start to cut it up and use it for what it's good for? You uh, tie it to your boat. Is that what, and then you just drag it behind the the boat? Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I've I've actually when I was a kid, I remember going to where um, they were I don't know field dressing. What do you call that? You know, they yeah, were field, yeah, dressing, field yeah. dressing the animal. I mean, and uh, yeah, it's a messed up sight to see because they have these a long of kind shit. of scimitars on these like extended. Oh, yeah. so they're just the hooks, man. It's, the it's hooks a, they have on those. It's things. a messed up thing to see. Oh yeah, they tear them up and they tear them up good. So it, that's like a major economy <laughs> over there. Smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ed's never been happier. Yeah. <laughs> really, it's like finally something I know about. Yeah, everybody, you don't even know anything about it. You just love the premise of it. And you just enjoy the whole idea. Well, it just sounds like a Wisconsin funeral. <laughs> I guarantee you. Iceland and Wisconsin is very, very similar. If there was whales in Wisconsin, they would be hunted, and it would be very, very be- uh, be- beautiful and bloody. Well, they're mostly at the Target. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The people are the whales. As a matter of fact, you might be very confused over there, Ragnar, if you went to Wisconsin. You'd be like, should I blow up all of these people's brains? I don't even know what to do here. I left Iceland to avoid this sort of hee-haw nonsense. <laughs> hee-haw. Oh, you, we you, lost Ben. I'm done. <laughs> I just took acid at four in the morning on Friday night, and then yeah. I listened to seven episodes of the Roundtable. Jackie, I am in love with you. Yay. That is my official stance. You told me that yesterday, as you said, you want to do mushrooms. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then we just did mushrooms. <laughs> Big fat trippy weekend. Oh yeah, man. Kind of fun. But uh, how Molly- was last night when we got back to your place? You weren't there. Where, where'd you run off to? I went to my girlfriend's house to cuddle in a sweet bosom because I was my I was a whale You're and my out. brain had exploded. <laughs> There is no oil in me. Leave me, please, alone now. And they were speaking some disgusting Icelandic tongue, and it made everything peaceful when I fucking took all those mushrooms. You're fucking fried, bro. Yeah, done. Your brain is gone. It's over with. Molly, you're a vegetarian and a vegan, right? Those are two different things, but I'm the first one. <laughs> I'm I, glad I, you're not a, ve- a vegan, though, I used by to the be. way. And that's, man, it's too much. Uh, yeah. It's agreed. too much. It's yeah. too much. It's a sad way of life. Yeah. yeah. I was so sad and hungry when I was a vegan. I was <laughs> always hungry. You never know a strong vegan. No. They just don't exist. Yeah. They're all weak. Yeah, it's never, you never see a vegan shot putter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cried a lot more when I was a vegan. I can only account for that by the lack of protein. <laughs> Wait, which which one the which one can eat the whale? Is that the vegetarian or the vegan? <laughs> yeah, because whale is technically a fruit. <laughs> well, that's what, that's that, what I was taught. I can't yeah. eat whale eggs, but I can oh, eat. Uh, <laughs> problem with whale eggs is you got to reach in there and get them. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always the messiest of processes. Out of the way, yeah, out of the whale's foof, which is tricky, tricky place to navigate. Whales. That's what yeah. the whales are called. I mean, that is the thing, though. A lot of vegetarians uh, you know, claim that that fish isn't meat, so I would assume that you could eat whale technically if you're one of those it's sort a of vegetarians. Yeah, whale's a mammal. 
Uh, well, so I that, does it, it's, it's, it's a not a fish. Pescatarian. Oh. Pescatarian. I I eat like I technically eat fish, but the thing is, I'm poor, so the actual like my like weekly or monthly fish intake is like zero. But like if I'm out to dinner and somebody who has money is buying me food, like I might <laughs> eat fish. Hell you know? yeah, go on those dates, girl. <laughs> I would think that's so much more bizarre though because we fished in it tonight. <laughs> Fisherman. You're dating someone who's just got fish available in his house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, fishermen have strong ass arms. Yeah, and yeah. thick legs and big heads. Big cocks and <laughs> tiny asses. Covered in whale blubber. It sounds great. I would totally date a fisherman. Hooks on every wall. Live on a boat. Would you, though, Molly, date a guy with a hook for a hand? <laughs> That hook was, <laughs> he could get killing a whole bunch here. of fish. Yeah, how, exactly. How attractive were we talking? Um, Blake uh, Holden. Oh, yeah, the, uh, my uh, level of attractiveness. Let's say that he's the most attractive member <laughs> of the ugliest sketch group in New York City. Semi. <laughs> I'm the most. I'm the most attractive member of Murderfist. So <laughs> that is so extremely debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the woman. I think the person who said that must have been like seventy years old, and you like look like her, like a version of her husband that died years and years ago. She got married at two, covered with a thick sheen of oil from the factory that he worked at. So classically beautiful is what you're saying. I got a classic thing. Like I'm about to just start doing a song and dance number at every moment, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna fucking be like, oh, I'm gonna call you, and then I fucking don't. Shit about that. Yeah, exactly. I'm too busy singing and dancing. So that kind of thing. Hook for a hand, though. So hold, just ask me if I'll date Holden if he had a hook for a hand. <laughs> yeah. uh, and like, uh, like. Uh, Maybe some scales and weird parts of my no, back. He already has gills. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. If we're talking gills and a hook, he's gonna have to be like real hot. Like, yeah, um, yeah not wealthy. Holden. I'm not saying anything against Holden, but I'm talking like like uh, Kissel George- hot. Ben Kissel. Yeah. I was gonna say like James Franco hot. Like you have to be oh, like. Oh yeah, James Franco. I'm not trying all to be right, all. I'm not trying to be all girly here, but if we're talking scales and hook for a hand, you gotta make that up uh, with your face, you know. And you got a bad face. Why is it bad? I'm saying I did not say hold it head of face. Thanks a lot, Molly. Like the worst round table of my Jack life. Said that. I feel like James Franco is very attractive because he doesn't have a hook for a hand or scales. <laughs> Fuck Holden's face, man. It's gross. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Holden. It no, it's fine. With the hook. <laughs> so, Molly, do you think you could date a whaler, somebody who goes out and murders the animals that you so much love and want to fuck? But he looks like James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> but he looks uh, like James Franco. I would date, like, I mean, I'll date people who eat meat and I date people who hunt. Uh, I, I, I don't think I would love to date a whaler. I don't think that's no. an especially an admirable profession. Uh, but Female like, seeking whaler. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine if he was a whaler, for the most part, I imagine they use most of the whale. Like I feel like if you were an actual whaler, do, do you're they? not just like hitting a whale for fun. Which that's it's fine. Fun. Yeah, it's fun. But uh, like, I, if you're using, I mean, you're. I they don't have like, baseballs yeah, over there. I would there, fuck so. that. Right. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck somebody who just went out on the boat and just killed whales and then you know. Well, it end up killing you. Yeah. Yeah, he's a whale mass murderer. He's just trying to wait for it to spread to humans. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Right now, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say. Generally, I like to date people who like like living things <laughs> rather than kill them. But that's just me. What if he mummified the whale? No, that's a deal breaker. <laughs> so, yeah. Overall, people in Iceland and they use all of the whale as a, as a big cuisine over there. Well, that's the thing. You can't use all the whales. So there are huge mounds of flesh that you got to do something with. And that's actually a problem in the whaling industry. Piles you gotta, and piles wait, of why ice. Can't, organs. Why can't you use it, though? Why we, can't you use why it? You like can't really use organs. Like little fake pussies. The organ? Yeah, little God. whale pussy yeah. organs. Yeah, yeah little that. pussies. You make, like, take I think that fat. whalers are probably already doing that. <laughs> you think they're fucking... You no, know, but that's just uh, for them. That's just for them for the boats. They don't mass market them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that for a fact. I don't know. I've heard stories, but... Have we you got- seen their wives? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but they use the blubber, though, don't they? Aren't there, like, blubber lotions? I use blubber as a lotion. <laughs> blubber lotion? What is that? Yeah. Just a chicken wing that you rub all over your body? Well, definitely. <laughs> Up inside of my body. Oh, right. It right. was okay. <laughs> we wing, wing, with... hello. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> wing, wing. Oh. Uh, Jackie, you were just oh. a fun. I love is that, like, Jackie's just in this weird, like, daytime talk show when we're doing the round table that, like, no one else is in. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so pe- in Iceland, it's a very accepted tradition because here I think whaling is pretty controversial. Up there with, uh, you know, shark fin soup and stuff like that. No one likes the idea of them being dead. But in Iceland, it's very common. Well, the way I see it, I mean, we brought whaling to the world, well, I guess us and the Japanese, and you gave us KFC. So, you know, like, I don't know. I think it even sounded. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We did make American Idol. Oh, God bless worse. American Idol. There's there's Icelandic Idol, too, isn't there? Yeah, we do have that, actually. Oh, my God. Oh, what is that competition we, like? That's a YouTube. whaling competition. <laughs> <laughs> Or just like a 13-year-old girl eating a sandwich. She's like, she won. She looks so happy. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Ragnar here has gotten into quite a bit of trouble over talking about celebrities in Iceland. Yeah, Ragnar, you run a magazine in Iceland. What's it called? I don't run a magazine, but I, w- I was writing an article for a magazine in Iceland. And, uh, What's the name of the magazine? Uh, Reykjavik Grapevine. Never heard of it. <laughs> well, that makes sense. <laughs> So, yeah, it was like a week long, maybe a 10-day controversy, something around that. And very typically Icelandic in the sense that it was over nothing and it blew way out of proportion. So what happened? You wrote an article about the celebrities of Iceland, which I can't imagine who the fuck they are. Yeah, that's the thing. That was what I... <laughs> No, that's exactly the point. I was writing about these manufactured, like, small towns. You have to remember, Iceland is a nation of what? 330, 40,000 people? So it's just like Wendy who sung karaoke on Wednesday is now the biggest celebrity. Exactly. Well, they're trying to make these people, like, and the thing is, in Iceland, it's really weird because they'll, like, one of the people, all he has done, he's a convicted felon. I mean, he hasn't really done anything beyond that. He's popular, though. (laughs) He's a popular convicted felon. He's got a nice smile. He's got a lovely smile. And a head shaped like a pinhead. <laughs> so, you know, the old school carnival ones. I love that guy. Wait, what was he a felon for? Uh, he's, uh, what'd you call him? Like a goon? He's the guy who collects, like, debts? <laughs> oh, oh, that's oh, not yeah, that bad. He just breaks your knees. He's Loan not that sharking, bad. racketeering, that kind exactly. of deal. Exactly. Like a nice guy. Good for him. No, so you wrote it. work. I wrote an article, just like a short, throwaway comedy article about it. And in the week that followed, one of the people took offense to it. And because we have uh, media that is eager to steer attention from, like, all the horrible things that are happening back home economically, oh, they just Jesus. blew it way out of proportion. Is I was getting death threats and God name, you know, God knows what. Oh, that's great. Is that why you're back in America? Sorry, yeah, no, I was like, you know, I got these biker guys trying to join me on Facebook, like sending me a message by joining me on Facebook, oh. whose, whose profile pictures of them stabbing a puppy or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So, uh, would you like to tell the audience where you live? Uh, I'm from. <laughs> You almost got me. Almost. <laughs> so what was your favorite death threat? How do you, I mean, I've never written a death threat. How, and John, if you were going to send somebody a death threat, what are you going to tell them? If, uh, if they wrote a, a terrible news article about Lady Gaga and you love that terrible woman. I'd say, look, you, you think you're so great. Yeah. It's a good you're story. not. Yeah. You're not. But yeah, you're telling me. Oh, I do yeah. think I'm so great. Oh, but I'm not. Okay. Yeah. You got him. Man, you're harsh. Yeah. Oh, well, if I'm writing a death threat, I'm going to start with the big guns. You're not great. <laughs> you're fine. Some people like you. <laughs> so what What were, they, like, what did they say? Oh, I was just like, uh, well, the last thing I heard, actually, and I think this has died down, there was a guy who came storming down to the uh, offices of the newspaper asking for my phone number because he was going to try to hunt me down. And you have to keep in mind that the two of the people I was talking about, basically their only claim to fame is being felons. Yeah. So <laughs> I've got some felonious friends. That's great, man. Good he's, for you. He's going to yeah. call you to death. Uh, well, and the thing that we were claiming was that I was picking on them. And I think that's kind of funny, seeing as it was me alone. Alone against five people, two of them 
very thoroughly capable of beating the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've had friends that have uh, gotten the shit beat out of them for like writing a bad review about a band, right? Oh, I get people chased out of bars for like you know writing a bad review about some like lisping indie band. <laughs> like that's how Iceland is. You just are always held accountable for everything you write. And- no criticism is acceptable there. Just you criticize anyone, you're gonna lots get of a head hunter having a go. Yeah, all the that. bars get can get pretty nasty. That's great. Yeah. That's so yeah, it's all over that. It's a brawling country. It's a brawling country, but at the same time, it seems like the most sensitive country on earth. I mean, if nobody can take any sort of criticism whatsoever, they just. I guess that's why you get big muscles, so you just pound the person in the face as opposed to like a big brain, and uh, you know, try to win them in the conversation of wits. <laughs> Oh, I love me a fight of wits. I love me one of them. I'm gonna win me a fight of wits. The is mightier than the sword. Yes, you you look like a Tom fool. That's how I win most of my battles of wits. You have a half farthing of scent, Mister Davenport. <laughs> oh, my half farthing meet in my boat tomorrow for a duel. <laughs> I wish. We, like, could you imagine if we were still in those days where you could straight up just challenge someone for a? I'd be so dead by now. Oh, yeah. I'd be so dead if you had that still, where you just, if you're pissed at someone, the way you solve it is meet me for a duel. You know, we'll shoot a gun at each other you until. Have no uh, yeah. You have no choice. You have no choice. Most comics would be dead. I think. Most comics yeah. would be dead, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Is there like a comedy scene out there? Because, it, it, <laughs> you know, comedy is just all making fun of everybody. Does that really exist in Iceland? Yeah, they do have like a comedy scene out so there. So, what do you talk about? What, what What's like a, a, a typical Icelandic joke? I don't know. I think it's because I put it in paper. That's what got me into trouble. Because if you go on stage, you seem to be allowed to. I mean, you get away with it. What is you the name of your favorite whale? Yeah! <laughs> yeah! And it just kills. And, uh, well, there was actually, like, um, there was a comedian who turned mayor in Iceland, uh, what was that, a year ago? I think so. What's his name? Jonknad. Did you hear about that? That's the, that's your people. That's, like, the first, first, uh, a comedian, comedian is- to become a mayor of a capital, I think. So, oh, John awesome. and Molly, didn't you guys have, uh, I, uh, his name is leaving me right now, but I remember seeing the pictures with you and the comedian uh, from SNL. Al Franken. Al Franken, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we also had Jesse Ventura, who was a professional wrestler, who was the governor of Minnesota. Yeah. Not as fun, but uh, I think it was so much, much more, more fun. fun. <laughs> yeah. Would you give me the chance to like hang out with Jesse Ventura or Al Franken? Oh, Jesse definitely Ventura. going, yeah. No, Jesse Ventura all that. Definitely way. going, Jesse Ventura. You, oh. you don't mean what you're saying. Mark. I mean 100% what I'm saying. Jesse Ventura would be so much more fun. Yeah. Al Franken would just be, he'd get, he'd be funny at first and then he'd get boring. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. like, he'd get like real boring and preachy like, well, what do you think of the tariffs? And then uh, Jesse should, Ventura is just going to be a blast beginning to end. Imagine 4th of July at Jesse Ventura's house. Oh, God. <laughs> How awesome that is. Like seven fried turkeys. Just pictures of him in the body everywhere, like just like pointing to his muscles, is doing like push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesse Ventura is an absolute madman. How is this comedian's overall appeal going over there in Iceland? Do they seem to like him. Well, the thing is, he's not just any comedian. I mean, he, the guy is he's he's a god. crazy. <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he's not having like backward shoes Tuesdays or anything like that. He's just like doing normal stuff, I assume. Well, I just uh, just sent uh, Marcus uh, the last thing he did, which he got into got him into a bit of a controversy. Yeah. He was in um, the uh, Iceland Fashion Week or Reykjavik Fashion Week, whatever it's called. What is that exactly? Uh, well, Reykjavik is the capital. I yeah, think. I know, but like what yeah. the fashion? Like? <laughs> oh, the fashion. Oh, who knows? I don't know. I didn't see it. I, I was over here. Pelts. Yeah, a lot of yeah. pelts are just like wood paneling for pants. <laughs> a lot of whale pelts. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and the guy did a speech which was mostly about the Holocaust at a fashion week thing, you know, oh, with yeah. international fashion. Livening things up. No, I read, the, uh, I read the transcript of the speech and he starts off talking about fashion for like a couple paragraphs and then he reads uh, an excerpt from a diary of a British guy who came upon a concentration camp had nothing to do with anything, and then he talks about lipstick, and then it's over. (laughs) I I mean, I just feel like if I was a Jew in 1940s Germany and I had died in a concentration camp, I would be extremely offended by the thinness of models and just how that is glorified. (laughs) (laughs) They need to eat more. Especially when, like, that heroin chic was in where they put, like, the dark circles under their eyes. It's just like, man, it's not like you haven't eaten for weeks, but you haven't, but that was by choice. That's not fair. 
there. Exactly. It's rude, and it's not respectful for all the Jews who died in fucking Germany. Yeah, man, think of the Jews. <laughs> think of the Jews. I, I could see right through your fucking Nazi heart, bro. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I will say, maybe... Your Oma's been sending you all that fucking Nazi-ass money, piece of shit, buying more horror t-shirts. How do you feel, man, on the graves of the Jews? I'm fucking living the dream, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Those horror horror t-shirts were bought with six million lives. And I hate I just wonder how thin models had to be in 1940s Germany. They weren't that thin. They were dead. They were fat. They were all dead. They weren't thin. No, man. They 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 were all like big. They were normal sized women. Really? Yeah. Yeah, They're they're attractive. It was it wasn't until I think like the 80s, really, like especially with all the coke binge. No, no, 70s. 70s. Twiggy. Yeah, Twiggy. Twiggy Twiggy was real hot. Twiggy was the one who turned it. Twiggy's Twiggy's a big deal. She's kind of a twig. She was a twig. Not a fighter. Twiggy was the one who started the Dachau chic. Like, that's her. Yeah. <laughs> Dachau. I, I like that term. That's what it should be called. Well, she did have those pasty lips. Like, she hasn't had any water in a few weeks. And big wow. eyes. Like, she's seen thousands of people burning ovens. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on the news, Marcus? <laughs> China has banned movies about time travel. It's true. It's true. It's definitely true. Oh my god, it's amazing. China knows how to time travel. They don't want no one else to figure it That's out. The thing, because they don't want people thinking about it all the time. It's just like let us just it's like we're gonna take this, we're gonna take the lid off this thing in twenty years. You'll see. Yeah. And then all the time travel movies that they're making right now in secret on government money are gonna come pouring out. It's gonna change everything in cinema. I fucking tell you what, man, there is time chi- chi- Time travel. I don't want the Chinese in charge of it. No, man, because they're gonna turn everything into rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, into rice. Good joke. It's <laughs> turn everything into rice. That's if they so... can change one thing about the world. <laughs> they wish it was all rice. Is that what you said? Everything is rice. That the whole Earth's crust is made out of rice. Those evil bastards. How are your shoes? Oh, you know, full of rice. Full of rice. <laughs> Normal standard. My feet have no more blood. (laughs) I got hired for a new job. What is it? It's uh, it's just rice. Rice, they said. Just rice. I don't know what that means. I guess I'm going to be rice. I comb the rice. I'm the rice comber. (laughs) (laughs) The reason why the Chinese are... uh, This is is a quote. Oh, we're going to have actual facts? They have actual (laughs) facts. I have at, sometimes I have actual facts. Is this uh, about rice? Well, it's all about rice. Too much rice in these time travel movies. Uh, they're getting re- like time travel TV shows and movies are becoming really popular in China. And uh, the General Bureau of Radio, Film, and Television said, "Quote: Many stories are totally made up." Wow. <laughs> They said the the producers and writers are treating the serious history in a frivolous way, which should by no means be encouraged uh, anymore. The, the Chinese yeah. government—it's all the Chinese government does—is make up stories. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Remember in the Olympics the when they had that like cute girl come sing and the uh, uh, like mouth the words while the ugly girls sang it? Yeah. Isn't that? Yeah, did you hear that story? Oh, you! This is great. Yeah, oh. during the Olympics, they had this like beautiful young girl singing this amazing song, and then it comes out that there was an ugly girl right behind her actually singing, and she just mouthed it because the oh, the, and there were seven. You can't. You can be an. You can as your woman. You're allowed to be ugly until fourteen. Yeah. What? And so if you're then seven, what, then what happens, Ben? Yeah. Well, then you know society. Then society does whatever they do with you. I have no idea. I mean, my ideas of beauty are different than they other people. They just keep you in a basement and they rape you till you're pretty. <laughs> I don't know, Jackie. And that's it. One. How do you think I look so good? Yes, absolutely. You can be raped beautiful. Yes. Oh man. Would you? Uh, would you? Would you? Uh, if you had the opportunity, would you time travel, Ben? I mean, what would I do there? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Would you go backwards or forward, or would you? I would do definitely it? go backwards because I don't fit in in today's society whatsoever, <laughs> and I have a feeling I'm only going to become less uh, assimilated into the popular mainstream. 
So I would say I would poplar. go poplar. I would go back to the <laughs> 1910s where people had hearts and souls. You could still drink. I would be a small farm boy. You can't and drink anymore. <laughs> no, the <laughs> prohibition is coming again. Oh, that's <laughs> it's coming again. No, I mean I would definitely go back. And, and women, they were, oh hey, how are you? I got a dick, and then they would fuck you. And oh, now it's a little where, bit different. Where have you been? 1910s. I was already there. 1910s. Oh, 1910s. I'm sorry. They were a bit husky. Yeah, well, Ben wants to go back to the time when women were real subjugated. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it would be nice to feel uh, superior just once in my life. Man, Kitzel, I feel like you should just, if you were in the 1910s, I would say just dress up like a woman. They liked bulky women back then. I Pasty, would... bulky, awful looking women. I did go back in time, and I was one of the most amazing domestic domesticated cavemen around. I had a lot of jugs and I was buried. <laughs> Domestic jugs? That's correct. And what, what did you would you do with them though? I drank all the fucking titties out of them. I mean, I sucked no up. titties. No, no titties. You drank the titties out of them. Yeah, all the liquor. I call liquor titties. <laughs> <laughs> it's the caveman era. I, never, I was just I never trying actually to heard you use that before though. Things that you suck on. Titties. Things that you suck in with, on with Ben Kissel. Yeah. <laughs> Boobs. Bosoms. Patoxes. <laughs> I just saved a different word for tits for half an hour. <laughs> Eddie, what would you do if you went back in time? Where would you go? I'd probably just go eat acid in the 60s. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Why would you bam, not? Bam, 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 bam. No, of course, that's what I would do. Why would you not do that? <laughs> I right. can imagine you dress like Jenny in uh, Far's Gump. Like, I'm, like, I'm a free bird. I'm a free bird. I do a great uh, balcony balance trick. You should check it out. No, I never want to see it. I'm going to show you. Uh, well, speaking of time travel, what you would do, we got a segment from Holden McNeely. Oh, no. The segment is <laughs> fucking chilling with the goons. Uh, oh, man. Chilling with no, the goons. That's not what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I got to hide today. All right. Duh, we're going to talk about this. It's uh, any histor- person uh, uh, in any historical figure, one night only, and you're just going to get fucking trashed with the person. All right. So who is it, and what are we talking about here in terms of getting trashed? Um, I guess I'll start... Um, it's a pretty obvious one, but Hunter S. Thompson, uh, we would get, um, I don't know, a lot of rum, you know, a lot of whiskey. Um, honestly, just pretty much like the briefcase the from Fear and Loathing in Las oh, Vegas. Yeah. We just have that, and we'd sit in a hotel room. Ether, and just man. Yeah, we'd do the ether. We'd hit it all up at some point. I'd probably die. Yeah. Happily so. <laughs> uh, anyways, you know, and we'd just fucking hang out and have a normal, uh, you know, time. Time, whatever that is with Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, moving on. <laughs> in the show. Sounds like Hunter S. Thompson doesn't want to hang out with you, bro. I know, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's why I wouldn't live. He just immediately blow my brains out with a fucking elephant gun. Uh, <laughs> All right, Henry, what do you got? Uh, I'd want to spend a day with uh, Marlon Brando to fucking eating cheese sandwiches and fucking uh, getting massaged by one of his man ladies. It'd be a great time. Teach me to talk to me in French. We'll have a good time. We'll read scenes uh, uh, on the waterfront to each other. It'd be great. All right, yeah. Ragnar. Um, Orson Welles in a box of wine. I think that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, I would hang out with Anna Nicole Smith, uh, circa the guest Gene ad, and uh, she'd be all hopped up on her pills, and then I'd say, oh, I have a little bit more vodka, all those things, and she'd fall asleep, and I'd squeeze on her honkers. <laughs> That's what I would do. All right, John? Uh, Norman Mailer, late 60s. Me, him, a bottle of bourbon, and we see where the night goes. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wow, you're going to get fucked in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mailer, you know? You might yeah. as well get, you get, you're going to fuck any dude. Get the best. Yeah. Molly? Uh, well, I'm still thinking about singing in the rain from before, but I would I would get drunk with Gene Kelly, and I would have him teach me how to ta- how to tap dance. Boring! <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's like the way caveman. Yeah. 
You just had the perfect date with Gene Kelly. <laughs> yeah, no, he was totally gay. There wouldn't be any fucking going on, but still, I love him. Actually, in the fetish community, uh, tap dance with Gene Kelly is uh, is an expression for water sports, so that's <laughs> way more interesting now. He's going to squirt all over you. Jackie, what do you got? Oh, man, Harriet Tubman, number one. I think... Open doby! Open doby! Man, I wanted to fucking take me on that fucking sweet-ass underground railroad. I wanted to make me one of those blackie turbans like she used to wear. Whoa! I want to wear... I want to look at Harriet Tubman. No, man, she will. She'll be like, you're dope as shit. And I'm like, I know. Oh my god. Go through the underground railroad. We can edit. She's going to show me all those sweet, sweet plantation owners that like gave her the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean, man? The penis shit. And then what are you going to do when you meet him? Ooh, I'm going to kiss him. And then I'm going to cut her short. Cut her off. Put down Harry Tubman the way she should have been put down all those years. Underground Railroad is you. What is happening? That was insane. I don't know. That's your sister, man. That's your. That's part of you. I think that's why the Chinese outlawed movies about time travel. They don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eddie, what do you got? So oh, man, i definitely hang out with Babe Ruth and get some kids drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Myself, it would be uh, a bunch of mushrooms, uh, P.T. Barnum, and a night at the American Museum. And just get fucking, uh, get absolutely, like, just tripping balls and hang out with a bunch of circus freaks and uh, pull one over on the rubes. Ooh, oh, yeah. Just have them really teach me how to fuck with people in the best way possible. And just spend all night tripping with P.T. Barnum. It'd be the best. That's amazing. That'd be amazing, yeah. yeah right now, what are you up to? Oh, I just wanted to say, like, I am actually reading a book by P.T. Barnum right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Art of Money Getting. That's a great book. That's a title, <laughs> the right? There. Money Getting? Yeah. Money Getting. Money by Getting, P.T. Yeah. Barnum. P.T. Barnum's the most badass guy. Yeah, oh, he's awesome. You get a fat chick. Then you get a chick with a beard. Then you get a half man. <laughs> 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 then you get somebody with a claw. And somebody's a terrible comedian. Those are each separate <laughs> chapters in his book. Yeah. That's like the, Half that man, sounds that's... like the entire roundtable. Yeah. <laughs> just name, just name the roundtable. That's like the plot of the Muppet movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. All right, that's the fucking roundtable, gentlemen. Very good. That's the whole damn show. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Oh, I want to thank Ben Kissel. Oh, for what? <laughs> Why, Ed? <laughs> Who are you? You're holding. Oh my I'm god! I'm sorry. Trips. And by the way, Eddie, you're the most attractive member of Burger Fest. Oh, no, you. definitely. By far. Well, oh, I, yeah. apparently. The- sorry, Henry. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I knew it, though. I knew I'd always be number two yeah. or number three. No, you're, no, you're, you're number eight. two. You're behind me, motherfucker. What is that? Tubman's gonna come back. And I'm gonna kiss her and the slave owners. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, why'd you bring it back up? <laughs> what did you think it was gonna turn out good? Oh, you think is... that was gonna work? You think, was gonna, you think you're gonna make her feel bad or something? No! <laughs> well, this has been a perfect podcast. That's the round table of gentlemen. Jackie Zabrowski, Ed Larson, Marcus Parks, Holden Daily, Ragnar. Uh, I'm Ben Gessel. Thank you, John and Molly Neffel and Henry Zabrowski. We will see you next week. Yo. I am Shut up. loving Shut it. Fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That was an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, that was a <laughs>